as we wait and as we always do, we open up on time. <laughs> we thank God for that. So, um, Father God, we come to you right now and with thanksgiving, Father God, we just thank you for blessing us today, Father God. We thank you for opening up our minds, bodies, souls, and our spirits on due time this morning, able to go on in the name of Jesus one more day. Father God, we thank you for setting our footsteps before us on this glorious day that you made, that we were able to let someone know the goodness of your son, Jesus Christ, and all that he is and all that he will be and all that he will always be in all our lives. Father God, we just thank you for letting us be able to lift him up. Mm -mm -mm, Hallelujah. as being a glorious name between heaven and earth. Father God, we also thank you to, as you looked over our family members and they were safe this, on this day. And we thank you for looking over our children and our grandchildren and our, and our children's children today, Father God, as they went out into the world and they had come back home safe and sound. Father God, we just thank you because there is no one else like you, Father God, that shows a loving kindness for his children as you show. And, Father God, we just ask you tonight, as we join the woman of God tonight in the word of God, Father God, that you bless us in the depths of our souls, that we embrace a word that will bring us into another level of walking with your son, Jesus Christ, here on earth. And, Father God, that we may be able to stretch our hands out and be able to touch someone with the word that we hear tonight, whether in mind, body, soul, or spirit, Father God, that we may be able to touch them in a mighty way. Also, Father God, we just ask that you settle our spirits right now in the mighty name of Jesus as we just lay before you and all your goodness and all your mercy, Father God. Father God, we just thank you. If we had a thousand tongues, we couldn't thank you enough for all you have done and all you will do. And Father God, we glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we lift you up, Father God. For you are the Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. And you are our all in all. And we just thank you. We just thank you in a mighty way. And we just ask you to hear our prayers as we elevate them up to you for your words. As the prayers of the righteous prevail as much, Father God. Let our prayers touch you in the places that we need help, Father God. Let you fill the voids that are in us, Father God, those empty spaces that need to be filled, Father God. That we may render due to you all that is accountable on the life that you have given us, Father God. Father God, that we walk in all that you have blessed us to walk in here on earth, that we be a blessing to you according to your will and your purpose in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, we thank everyone for joining us. In the name of Jesus, we're going to take this time to turn it over 
to Pastor Robin Albright. I'm sorry, Pastor. I was on mute. What did you say? We're turning over to you. (laughs) Tonight is your night. (laughs) I just opened up with prayer for us and all like that, but we're turning this service to you. Okay. Well, thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody on the line tonight. We just thank everyone who took time out to come and just be with us on tonight. Um, We'll go ahead with our announcements. And then after our announcements, if um, Pastor um, Water is here, then we'll go ahead and let her tell us a little bit about herself and and get a word from God on tonight. Um, We are now having Bible study on Monday nights. We're coming out of the book of Ephesians, chapter of Ephesians. This Monday will be chapter 3. So same time, 9 o'clock, same number, call in. Um, again, on Wednesdays, we have the um, open mic. So um, please come in. And on tomorrow, we're having a, um, another night for a word from God from uh, Pastor, help me with her name because I'll tell you. Uh, tomorrow night we have an, uh, another speaker come on as an addition to the open mic, and we will be we were supposed to have uh, prophetess Frankie Biggs, but she has the flu, so we ask you all to all keep her in prayer. She has a serious case of the flu, and she won't be with us. But in her place, we are having Pastor Mary Jones. So we ask you to come out tomorrow night and just support this woman of God. She'll be, she's coming out of Pensacola, Florida. So we ask you to come and just share with, excuse me, Milton, Florida. I'm sorry. And we just ask you to come and support her and hear what God has to say in that woman of God. We turn it back over to you, Pastor. Amen, amen. And, of course, on every Wednesday night, we have a guest speaker. And then on every other Saturday, we have Ladies Night at the Roundtable, which is hosted by me. Then we have um, the Real Talk Show, which is hosted by Pastor Carpenter. Um, Once again, same time. Excuse me. Same time, same number. Um, Join us on this Saturday night, as we will have another word from the Lord by Minister um, Dunn. She's out of uh, North Carolina, so she will join us on Saturday night. <coughs> Excuse me for that. And I think that is all of the announcements. Um, no, no, no. One more. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, if you get a chance, come on this line Friday night. Uh, we will have uh, Reverend W.C. Mitchell, and, and and it's a it's a it's a call that I urge a lot of people just to come, even though I'm going to post it after that, um, that we will have a recording. But if you don't get a chance to come on, please go up on my page on Saturday and, and listen to the recording because they're going to be talking about him and screenwriter Satoya Ford. And then we'll be talking about some movements the government are are doing right now behind a lot of the churches back and trying to take over the churches. And um, if I guess I, I could say, you know, God says my people perish for lack of knowledge. 
we need to know some of the stuff that is happening that even some of the people in leadership are not to, uh, uh, letting us know about. And on Friday night, they're going to talk on some of the things that the government is trying to do to take over certain churches. So uh, we need to be able to know so we'll be able to speak out and have our voice uh, on what is going on in the house of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Pastor. Okay, so I think that is now all of our announcements. Is Pastor um, Woodard here? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Praise God. Praise God. Bless you on tonight, woman of God. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. So, um, no further ado, we're going to let you do your thing. Okay. Um, before I do my thing, I'm just. I know uh, Reverend Carpenter already prayed, but I would like to. Um, Pray, get my atmosphere fit right. Not just not, but had it. Oh, God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we bless you. We glorify you. We honor you. We thank you for this day, God. We thank you for this opportunity, oh, God, to hear your word and to bring this word, oh, God. Lord, I de- declare and decree every ear shall be open, every eye, spiritual eye shall be shall be open as well, oh God. Let the blinders fall off, oh God. Lord, I thank you, oh God, that you are you are in control, oh God. Lord, I decrease that you may increase. I invite the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost in on this line, God. And Lord, I thank you, oh God, for your triune presence. Lord, I just thank you, oh God, that the word will be a blessing to your people. Lord, and I thank you, O oh God, even the, the delivery, O oh God, however it needs to come forth. I thank you for allowing it to come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we lift this, this night up to you. We lift this sermon up to you, God. You said everything that we give to you, you would keep it, O oh God. And I just thank you and I glorify you and I honor you and I praise you, O oh God. And it's an honor, O oh God, just to be able to bring your word to your people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, I would just like to say, um, I would like to say thank you, um, Reverend Carpenter and um Pastor Rodman. Um by allowing me to bring a bring a word on your line tonight. I appreciate it so very, very much. Um the topic that I'm gonna be talking from tonight is in this hour, mind your P's and Q's. All right. In this hour. Mind your P's and Q's. Amen. The Lord had me to save this message specifically for this line. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to go forth with the message, um, and I want to explain something before I start. Um, I usually start. Whatever scripture I give, I usually start from the King James Version, and then I read a second version so that everybody may be able to understand. Those that, those of us that are learned um, 
that are church, they, they know, but sometimes you get unchurched folks on the line and things need to be plain and simple. So um, I'll tell them what, what other version it came from reading the same scripture. Is, is that okay with everybody? Is that fine? Amen. 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 We're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, Our first scripture is 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. When everybody gets it, could you please say amen if you're not on mute so I know to move forward that everybody's there. Say that one more time. First John 4, verse 1. First John chapter 4, verse 1. All right, amen. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read. Um, This is from the King James Version. Says beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. The New International Version says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. We as Christians are acquainted with the scriptures, and we may be humble, dependent on divine teaching, or discern those who set forth doctrines according to the apostles and those who contradict them. The sum of revealed religion is in the doctrine concerning Christ, his person, and office. The false teachers state of the world according to its, its maximums and taste, so as not to offend carnal men. The world approved them. They made rapid progress and had many followers, such as themselves. The world will, will love its own, and its own will love it. The true doctrine is to the Savior's person as leading men from the world to God is a mark of spirit of truth and opposition to the spirit of error. The more pure and holy the doctrine is, the more likely it will be from God. Nor can we, by any other rules, try the spirit, whether they are of God or not. And what, and what wonder, wonder is, is it that people of the worldly spirit should cleave to those who are like themselves and suit their schemes and discourses to their corrupt taste. And, and that just says to me that, you know, we have to be careful not only of what's in the world, but also what's in the church. 
every spirit is not from the spirit of God. And you got to know when poison is in the pot. You got to know your surroundings. You got to qualify your surroundings. You know, go in prayer to God and qualify your surroundings, people that's in your circle. That's what I mean when I say qualify your surroundings. Because everyone that say they with you are not with you, you need to seek God and search that out and make sure that the people that's in your camp is who God wants in your camp because everybody can go with you on your journey. Amen. The next uh, scripture is from Jeremiah 5.31. And that scripture reads, the prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule on their own authority, and my people love it so. But what will you do at the end? The New International Version reads from Jeremiah 5.31, same scripture, the prophets prophesy lies, the priests ruled by their own authority, and my people love it this way. But what will you do in the end? If men will inquire, wherefore the Lord doeth hard things unto them, let them think of their sins. The restless ways obey the divine decree that they should not pass the sandy shores. Which is which were as much a restraint as lofty mountains, but the burst of all restraints of God's law, and were wholly gone into wickedness. Neither did they consider their interest. How the Lord, year after year, after year reserves to us the appointed weeks of harvest. Men live on his bounty, yet they transgress against him. I'm going to say that again. Year after year, God reserves for us the appointed weeks of harvest. Men live on his bounty, yet they transgress against him. And deprives us of God's blessing. It makes the heaven as brass and the earth as iron. Certainly the things of this world are not the best things. And we are not to think that because evil men prosper, God allows their practices. So the sentence against evil works is not executed speedily. It will be executed. Shall I not give it for these things? This the certainty and necessity of God's judgment. Let those who walk in bad ways consider that an end will come and there will be bitterness in the latter end. My God from Zion, hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Let's go. Follow on and so Matthew seven chapter seven verse fifteen. 
and it says, Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. The New International Version says, Watch out for the false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Nothing so much prevents men from entering the straight gate and becoming true followers of Christ as the carnal, flattering doctrines of those who oppose the truth, they may be owned by the drift and effects of their doctrine. Some part of their temper and conduct is contrary to the mind of Christ. Those opinions come not from God that need to sin. So we must be very, very careful about our thoughts. We need to guard our thoughts. Our idle mind is the devil's workshop. You know, and we need to, as much as we can, keep our focus on the things of God or meditate on the things of God so that we will, you won't be flattered by just anybody coming to tell us anything. But we will know the truth because it will bear witness in our spirit. Hallelujah. The next scripture is Micah 3 and 5. That's Micah chapter 3, verse 5. And that's in the Old Testament. And it says, Thus said the Lord concerning the prophets who lead my people astray when they have some something to bite with their, their teeth, they cry. Peace, but against him who puts nothing in their mouth, they declare holy war. The New Living Translation says, this is what the Lord says. You false prophets are leading my people astray. You promise peace for those who give you food but you declare war on those who refuse to feed you. Men cannot expect to do ill and fare well, but to find that done to, to them which they did to others. How seldom do we how seldom do wholesome truths reach the ears of those in high stations or in, in authority? Those who deceive others are preparing confusion for their own faces. The prophet had ardent love for God and to the souls of men deep concern for his joy and, and their salvation and zeal against sin. The difficulties he met with did not drive him from his work. He had his this strength not from and of himself, but he was full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. Those who act honestly may act boldly, and those who come to hear the word of God must be willing to be told 
of their faults must take it kindly and be thankful. And, and and that's just another way of saying God chasing those that he loves. So we must be be open to constructive rebuke when it comes. Uh, sometimes the word comes and, you know, it, it it's just you have to ball your toes up and say out sometimes. But that word comes to to convict you so that you can get on the right path or on the right track as you need to be continually. Romans 16 and 18 says, For such men are slaves, not of the Lord Christ, but of own appetite, and by their smooth and flat flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of unexpected of the unexpected. The New Tran- New Living Translation says, "Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They are so serving their own personal interests by smooth talk and glowing words. They deceive the innocent." How earnest, how endearing are those exhortations. Whatever differs from the sound doctrine of the scripture opens a door to division and offenses. If truth be forsaken, unity and peace will not last long. Many call Christ Master and Lord, who are far from serving him but they serve their carnal, sensual, worldly interests. They corrupt the head by deceiving the heart, perverting the judgments by winding themselves into the affection. We have great need to keep our hearts with all diligence. It has been the common policy of seducers to set up upon those who are softened by conviction. A palatable temper is good when under good guidance. Otherwise, it may be easily led astray. Be so wise as not to be deceived, yet so simple as not to be Excuse me, I'm sorry. Be so wise as not to be deceived, yet so simple as not to be deceivers. The blessing the apostle expects from God is victory over Satan. This includes all designs and devices of Satan against souls to defile, disturb, and destroy them. All his attempts to keep us from the peace of heaven here and possessions of heaven hereafter. When Satan seems to prevail and we are ready to give up all as lost, then will the God of peace interpose in our behalf. Hold out, therefore, faith and patience 
yet a little while. If grace of Christ be with us, who can prevail against us? And you know, in the scriptures, it says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. He didn't say it wasn't going to form, but he said it wasn't going to prosper. That's why he, he says to us in his word to acknowledge him in all our ways, and he will direct our path. So if we acknowledge him about everything that concerns our life, we won't get led astray or we won't get off path or get off point to where God wants us to be. So get in a habit daily of telling God what's wrong before you tell your friend, before you call your mama, before you tell your spouse, before you tell your children, before you tell your coworkers, before you tell your girlfriend, whoever. You need to tell God first. He should be the first one to know about your problem because he is concerned about everything that concerns us. In the scripture, it says, who is man that God is mindful of him? And we should be mindful of that, that God is mindful of us, and he is concerned about us daily, whether or not we're concerned about ourselves. So no matter how simple, how minute or how how little you think whatever it is, how trivial you think whatever it is you're dealing with is too much to be bothering God with. That's not so. Amen. Have it. Amen. Amen. Every day. What's going on? Get in the habit of having a real relationship with him where he can call you his friend, where he can begin to tell you things and and talk to you just like you talk to him because talking to God is just like a conversation. You know, just like you talk to someone in the natural, that's how you talk to God. But when you need to be quiet so he can speak to you, and you can hear what he's saying, or if he's giving revelation, you know, you can get the understanding, whether it be from a scripture, from a vision, from a dream, from a word. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Deliver his word in this thing. He can talk to you through a movie. He can talk to you through a television show. He can talk to you through your children. Come on. Listening. Because God has many ways to come and talk to you. Amen. Always Glory. Hallelujah. You need to have them. You can afford to have them turned off in this day and time. That's why you need to mind your P's and Q's. Amen. Amen. Mm. How earnest. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I did Romans 16 and 18, correct? 
Can somebody confirm whether I did Romans 16 and 18, please? Say that again. Can can someone confirm whether I did Romans chapter 16 and 18? That was the last scripture I think I did. Romans 16? Romans 16 and 18, yes. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech, deceive the hearts of the simple. Right. Okay. I did do that one. I remember. I was just trying to make sure um, because I had lost my place, but now I know where I'm at. Thank you so much, Reverend Godfrey. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ. They do not preach preach him but themselves. They do not seek the things of God, his honor and glory, the spread of his gospel, the enlargement of his kingdom and interest. They seek their own things, worldly honor and applause, riches, wealth, and grandeur. They seek to please men, and so are not the servants of Christ. They introduce the observance of meats and drinks in the kingdom of Christ, which it do not consist of, and neglect the doctrines of the righteous and peace, from which springs joy in the Holy Ghost. And so in these spiritual things did not serve Christ, and therefore, as they were not acceptable to God, were not to be approved by the Christian men, but to be marked and avoided, but their own belly, which they made a God of and devoted themselves to the service of all their views, were to gratify and indulge their sensual appetites. So you 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 got to be careful in, in this day and time, especially if God has called you to ministry. You 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 got to be careful not to be seeking applause because it's not about you; it's about Him. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's it. You got That's to learn how to be holy, submitted, and committed to Jesus Christ, not halfway submitted, not halfway committed, but all the way committed. He don't want part of you. He want all of you. And if you, can't, if you can't give him all, please, please step aside and don't Amen. leave his people astray because somebody Glory. depends upon it. Whatever he called you to in ministry, it, it's some heavy mantle to carry. In the scripture, it says, well, much is given, much is required. So you need to be careful with the gifts and the calling that God has placed upon you. You need to honor it. You need to guard it. You need to protect it. 
You need to take ownership of it. Mm. And also embrace what he has called you to do. Stay in your lane. Don't get in anybody else's lane. Another preacher because the way you preach may not be the way they preach. You, everybody can do a hoop and a holler, but God might not want to hoop and holler. He might want you to to be able to break the word down to others so that they are know, make it simple and make it plain. Stop comparing yourself against somebody else. The Bible says he that compares himself to another is not wise. Ask God for wisdom. He will lead you. He will show you. He will give you guidance if you ask him. He said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Don't be destroyed by not asking. Wisdom should be your friend. As a matter of fact, wisdom should be constantly bound to your neck. If you won't bind anything to you, bind the wisdom of God to you. Don't bind nothing else to you other than the word of God and his wisdom. Everything else needs to be rebuked, cast out, and sent to the dry places. That's right. God, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Going on, I'm, I'm going to say... For they that are such, oh, I said that, I'm sorry, um, by good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple. They were deceivers. They lay in they lay in wait to deceive, made use of the hidden thing of dishonesty, walked in craftiness, and the simple, harmless, and innocent that think no evil, nor are aware of any who have little understanding of things, persons of weak minds, easy to be imposed upon, very credulous, ready to believe every word, so simple, man man does, as Solomon says, in Proverbs fourteen fifteen, and such false teachers choose to tamper with and make their attack upon being able to gain upon them the most most easily, as their father the devil, the old serpent did when he first assailed human nature. The hearts of these they deceive. They they work upon their affliction, bind their understanding, impose on their judgments, and corrupt their minds from the simplicity that is in Christ. And this they do by good words and fair speeches, either by making use of the words of Scripture and a show of arguments taken taken from taken from it. So Satan cited scriptures in his in his dispute with our Lord and so her, heretics in all ages have pretended 
Torah in favor of their principles by which means they have gained on many to follow their their promiscuous ways or by using words and phrases that faithful ministers of Christ use, such as the grace of God, the righteous of God, the righteous of Christ, the spirit of Christ but in a different sense. As some among us now frequently make mention of them when they mention, excuse me, when they mean no more by them than the light of nature within them and the dictates of the natural conscience or by elegant style, a set of fine words, a floral rhetorical expression great sweating words of vanity, which such men generally affect, and so work themselves into the admiration of the common people or by doctrine suited to the common minds and reasoning of men, which tickle human nature and swell it, swell it with pride <laughs> and vanity as by preaching up the purity or the power of it, asserting man's free will and the strength of it to, to that which is good, the capacity of man to keep the law and perform good works, justification by them before God and acceptance with him. On account of them, atonement for the sins committed by repentance and reformation that God does not regard trifling things. Some sins are venal and easily passed over. That conspicuous is no sin. God does not rigorously exact duty. He takes the will for the deed and is merciful unto all. And if but sincere, there is no doubt in heaven that such men generally speak, generally speaking, instead of correcting vice and reproving men of their sins, connive at them indulge them in them, soothe and flatter, command and defend them, whereby they attach them to their persons of interest. Oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you. And and you, you have to be very, very careful about who you let you know, feed your mind, feed your thoughts, lead you. You know, if if it doesn't sound right or your spirit just doesn't connect with it, you need to pay attention because that could be the way of the Holy Ghost trying to tell you, no, don't 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 believe that, don't follow that. You know, um, we got this new age religion and everything that's out here now. Everybody want to do. You know, 
everybody else want want to stand up. Everybody else want to be accepting of things, but in the Bible, it's still wrong. It it, it says it's wrong. Marriage is between a man and a woman, and and not between male uh, male and male and female and female. Only and a woman can procreate in the earth. He said, be fruitful and multiply. So if you with another woman, how are you going to procreate? You ain't got no sperm. If you're a man, how are you going to procreate? Because you just giving sperm. you wasting your seed, as a matter of fact. And when you waste your seed, that makes God angry because he said to be fruitful and multiply Amen. the earth. Okay. Ooh, confirmation. Mm. Romans 16, verse 19 says, For the report of your obedience has reached all. Therefore, I am rejoicing over you. But I want you to be wise in what is good and and innocent in what is evil. The New Living Translation says, But everyone knows that you are obedient to the Lord. This makes me very happy. I want you to be wise in doing right and to stay innocent of any wrong. So no matter what it is that is wrong, we are to love what God loves and we are to hate what God hates. He didn't say hate the person. He said hate the sin. You got to entreat everybody with love. So, therefore, you need to be praying for that individual instead of talking about that individual. Because mm-hmm. you talking about them is not going to help the situation. But the effectual and fervent prayers are the righteous of the of much. So, when you pray on behalf of that person, make sure your motives are pure. And make sure that you, you're asking God for their deliverance or whatever they need covering for. Prayer is a serious thing. Prayer, matter of fact, prayer should be an everyday thing in your life because you must be led by the Holy Spirit. You can't lead yourself. You, if you call to ministry, you, you, you definitely got to be led by the Holy Spirit. You can't say what you want to say. You can't do what you want to do. You can't disrespect other leaders just because you feel like you can disrespect, no, no matter what your title is. Mm. You must still respect that leader, no matter who it is, because that's just like... That's God's child, too. You know, you got to realize that they're leadership just like you. So you are not to chasten them. The Lord will deal with them, no matter what your grievance is. Take it to the Lord, and he will deal with them on it. No matter whether you agree or not or disagree, you don't know what the Lord told them. You don't know what vision God gave them. You don't know. But if it's bothering you, so take it to God. Amen. I'm sure he's going to answer you. I'm sure he's going to confirm or deny. One of the two. If you listen. And in closing, 
I want to say the report of their obedience to faith, to the doctrine of the gospel, and ministers of it was spread everywhere, was well known to everyone and spoken with commanded among all churches and all nations. And this the apostle mentions as another reason why they should beware of false teachers. Excuse me. Beware of false teachers since it would be greatly to their reproach should they all, after all this, drop that form of doctrine which they have obeyed, desert the faithful ministers of the word and follow these false teachers. Should this be the case, they would be as notorious for their disobedience as now for their obedience. And moreover, the apostle might thereby suggest that whereas it was everywhere known how readily and at once they embarrassed the gospel of Christ, this is credibility, excuse me, readiness to believe, which was the commendation, might have invited false teachers among them who might hope and take encouragement from hence the more easily to gain upon them, and therefore they ought to be upon their watch and guard and beware of them, and not believe every spirit. So he's saying to you, in, in, in plain English, don't believe every person that got a word for me for you, because prophets can't just pull up no word. The Lord got to give them that word. You, you, they, they can't just pull up no word out the thin air. Not a word from you. So for those of you that chase profit after profit for a word, be careful because you tread in dangerous ground. Amen. Because one of them going to give you something that you're not going to want, and you don't want people speaking things into your life. And mm. the prophecy. You accept the prophecy. You accept that whatever that prophet said over your life. That's why you pray over every prophecy so that you will know God will confirm it. He'll confirm it in a word. He'll confirm it through another person. He'll bring it in a word from another person. He will confirm it. Amen. If that is something that he has spoken to you, you got to learn to be wise and not foolish. You you got to be wise and be obedient at all times. The highest worship to God is obedience. When you disobedience, you're operating in a spirit of rebellion. And that's our witchcraft spirit. You don't want to be operating on a witchcraft spirit because that's what rebellion falls upon. 
Hallelujah for God. Don't don't be rebellious. It is not in your best interest to be rebellious. It's in your best interest to be obedient. I don't care what everybody else is doing. That don't make it right. God's word was the same is the same today as it was yesterday. And just as surely as he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, so will he destroy the United States if we don't yeah. turn from our evil and wicked ways. There's in the scripture if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves to Christ. Turn from different ways. I will hear from heaven and I'll heal the land. If the saints was praying more, mm. going out to entertain themselves, putting their seed in the wrong places, doing the wrong thing, they could be more aware of what's going on. And when I say seed, I'm not just talking about your money. You must be careful where you put your money because all ground ain't good ground. All ground ain't fertile. Some ground is fallow. So if you're putting your, your seed in bad ground, you're not going to get a harvest. Amen. Come on. Come on. you about where to sow your seed. I don't care who tells you to go sow your seed over here, over there. This way, that way, if you you the best thing for you to do is ask God where to sow your seed and want to release it so that you can reap the harvest from it. Even when you sow your time, when you're talking to people, or people want to come and talk to you, or people come and ask you to pray for the same thing over and over again. You don't need to keep praying for the same thing over and over again because something wrong, something wrong with their house. There's some sin in the cap somewhere. And sometimes people just want to take up your time. You got to be wise. You got to be able to hear from the Lord and sometimes quickly, you know, because he'll tell you, no, no don't, don't pray for that no more. Don't pray for that no more because you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time, his time, and everybody else's time. Your time is precious and so is God's. If everybody is the same person, keep running to you about the same issue that you done already prayed with them about two weeks ago, and they're still struggling and dealing with the same thing. They see they either need deliverance or something ain't right. Hallelujah to God. Um, Pastor, um, all right, I, I turn the uh, mic back over to you. Right? Open the floor for uh, any comments. If anyone has comments or anything they would like to say, 
Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 We we truly thank the woman of God for bringing that awesome word on tonight. Watch yes, your peace yes. my God. What an awesome word for such a time as this. <clears throat> Forgive me. I'm normally on um, Young Men and Women of God Ministry. We normally open the floor up for um, anyone that's on the line tonight that may not be saved. Um, we open the floor right now. We allow Pastor Wood to um, give that invitation to Christ. And then um, after we do that, we normally ask anyone who wants prayer, and then we'll um, get our comments. But if Pastor Wood would just open up, you know, the invitation for anyone to accept Christ on the line. Yes. Hallelujah to God. Bless you, Lord. If there's anybody that's on the line that's in a right slitting state, or you just don't know, you've never met Christ at all, we could put you in touch with him real easy, real quickly. It doesn't it doesn't take all that. But if you know you're out of out of the arc of safety, it's time to come in. Come in because he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to say yes to him. So when he knocks on that when he knocks on your door you can be able to open it. Is there one? Excuse me, if you don't, if you have noise in your grab bike ground, please put your phone in because this is a sacred time. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus just now. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus just now. He will save you. He will save you. He will save you just now. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus just now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. There's one, is there anyone that would like to request prayer for anything? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You can pray for me. This is uh, Pastor David Carpenter. You can pray for me, my family, my ministry. And uh, where God has taken us, let God let me stand and still stand no matter what comes or what goes. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah to God. Ye rabasan doroshi ki arabasan derero roboshi arabasan doroshi ki arabasan derero. Sidiri doroshi arabasan derese arabasan doroshi ki arabasan derero roboshi ya. Sidiri doroshi arabasan doroki arabasan derero ki arabasan doroshi. Hallelujah to God. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I lift up my brother, David Carpenter, to you, oh God, excuse me, Reverend Carpenter, to you. And Lord, I just thank you, oh God, for his call that you have placed upon his life. Lord, I thank you, oh God, that you have made his calling and election sure, oh God. Lord, I thank you for justifying him. You called him and you justified him, God. Lord, I thank you, O God, for keeping his mind, O God, daily renewing his mind, O God. Lord, I thank you, O God, that he will not have that spirit of people acceptance, but he shall rather have your acceptance, God. And that's all he needs, God. Lord, and I just thank you, O God, even for you, God. I lift up his family before you right now in the name of Jesus, God. And if anybody is infirmed in their body with any sickness, oh, God, Lord, I come against it right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command and call every cell to align up with the word of God. Yes, Lord. to function as it was created to function. I declare and decree that any cancer cell shall dry up and die. Yes, Lord, I thank you, O God, for renewing of the mind. I thank you for the ministry. Lord, I thank you, O God, for having your way, O God. Lord, I thank you for leading him and guiding him, O God. Lord, I thank you for stretching him and his territory, God. Lord, I thank you, O God, for increasing his wisdom, his wisdom in you, O God. Lord, I thank you, God, that he go forth and let this you have called him into. Lord, I just thank you, O God, for the the wiser and the more knowledgeable he's going to become, God. Lord, I thank you, O God, for how he's going to continue to feed his spirit, O God. Feed his spirit, O God, that he may know your will and what you call it for now, God. Lord, I thank you, O God, that he shall hear the sound. Your new sound, God, and that he shall operate out of the new sound, oh God. He will move, oh God, when you you move, oh God, when the sound is released in the atmosphere, God. Those that remnant, oh God, that's listening and close to you, oh God, will be able to follow, God. Lord, we just thank you, oh God. We glorify your mighty name, God. We praise you. We lift you up, oh, how, yes. God. Hallelujah. It's because of you that we live, we move, and have our very being, God. Without you, oh, God, we can do absolutely nothing, God. And, Lord, we thank you, oh, God. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank yes. you for the authority yes. you have given us, God. Lord, we will stand in authority and and. And in the power that you have given us, God, the dunamis and the exousia power of God. Lord, we thank you for the power that you have given us, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, that daily we put on the breastplate of righteousness. We put on the whole armor of God. 
Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for our sword, O oh God. Your yes. word is the sword, O oh God. And we take it with us everywhere, daily, God. Lord, yes. we thank you, O oh God, for moving, O oh God, within our lives, O oh God, and within our hearts, O oh God, and with our spirits, O oh God. I thank you, O oh God, for the renewing of our minds right now in the name of Jesus, God. In the God. name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for giving us a mind of Christ. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you for the spirit of transparency, O oh God. Lord, I thank you, O oh God, for being transparent, O oh God, and operating in integrity, O oh God, and in character, O oh God, and in grace, O oh God. We thank you for your favor, God. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for everything that you have done in our lives and what you're going to continue to do, God. Lord, we're going to continue to give you praise and glory and honor because it's due you, God. Lord, we're going to praise you and not ourselves, God. Hallelujah to God. Lord, I cover Reverend Carpenter right now, O God. I ask as you place a fiery head of protection, O God, around him, O God. Thank you, O God, for protecting him. Thank you for leading him, God. Thank you for your word being a lamp unto his feet and a light unto his pathway, God. Lord, I thank you, O God, for the stirring in his spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you, O God, for giving him an increased desire for the things of God. Lord, I thank you for giving him a fresh anointing, O God, putting a fresh word in his mouth right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare and decree it shall be so. And not one word that I have spoken shall fall to your ground because, Lord, you watch over your word to perform it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Hallelujah. 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 H
so that the world can watch them burn for you.
to that sister that's saying that she just released something? Jesus. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. God just told me to tell you that he will make your enemies your footstool. Hey! Jesus! Hey! Hallelujah. Jesus! Hallelujah. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God is talking to me. What's going to happen is some of the people that you just released that have been, 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 been attacking you verbally and, and all that other stuff that's been going on, one of them is going to come and ask for your help. Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. It's going to be your test. It's going to be your test because it's going to be someone you wouldn't want to do nothing for at all for all they've done to you. But it's going to be your test to see who you are. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Hey. Hey, that- Hallelujah. Oh, God, if you have a need, the night is the before God. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, Kidi <laughs> Yerabokia, a Sunday, a little 
you know, get onto this radio line to really check and see. I, I, I just didn't, didn't know. I just happened to open the phone, and there it was. God knows exactly what you're doing. When you need a breakthrough, you need an answer. He knows exactly when to do it, and his timing is always on time. Amen. And um, as I cried out in her prayer, after she finished praying, I just cried out. I just felt a release when I said, Lord, I'm releasing the pain to you. Yeah. I did that, and I felt that. I felt it just came off of me. Amen. And I couldn't control myself. And this when the man of God said, you know, uh, you know, whoever been doing, because I've been going through a lot with my family. I've been the, the, the victim of rejection. So my my second brother, he's a preacher. He don't talk to me. My mother's a preacher. She don't talk to me. And my sister's supposed to be a Christian who died, and she didn't talk to me. And she betrayed me many times, you know, with my children. And my children don't talk to me either because of my sister and, you know, things of that nature. And uh, a lot of bad things been going on in my family that have been pushing me to the side. But in spite of everything that they've been trying to do to me, God is still has his hand on my life, and God is still pushing me into purpose, you know. And I thank God that God used you, uh, Pastor Carpenter, to encourage me in that word you gave me. Wow. And I received that word. And I, I just know God is about to do some things more in my life than ever before. So the more they push me to the side, the more they reject me, the more God elevate me. So, you know, I'm so grateful tonight for being on the line. I'm so grateful to know that men and women of God still standing strong in the faith and not backing down from the truth and being able to tell it like it is. And I'm really grateful for this line. I'm really grateful for you, woman of God, for the prayer you prayed. I didn't hear the word, but I believe it was a powerful word. And just because of the prayer, just hearing the prayer you prayed really, really me. And I thank God for that on tonight, and God bless you all. And I thank you all for those who have been praying for me and really lifted me up and really encouraged me, even though you haven't heard from me, you've been encouraged me in your spirit. And I sense the prayer, and I thank you all, and God bless you. Well, what was your name again, please? Apostle Faith Walters. Do you mind if I pray for you? Go ahead. Thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus God, Lord, I thank you, O God, for this powerful woman of God. Lord, I thank you for her right now in the name of Jesus God. Lord, I ask, O oh God, right now that you touch, O oh God, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, O oh God. Lord, I thank you for remaking her over right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I thank you, O oh God, for the burden that you released, O oh God, from her, O oh God. Lord, I thank you, O oh God, that her thoughts shall become your thoughts. Your her ways shall become your ways, O oh God. Lord, I just thank you, and I declare and decree, O oh God, that there shall be a release in her spirit, O oh God. Lord, I command forgiveness to come into her heart, God. Lord, I thank you, O oh God, that she shall release, God, whatever's in our heart right now, O oh God, and that the, the forgiveness, O oh God, 
will be there, O oh God, that she will not hold, O oh God, whatever, whatever, whoever has done to her, O oh God, because you need to to be able to use her even the more, oh God. And as she begins to release, oh God, I thank you, oh God, for for you strengthening her, oh God. Thank you for giving her endurance in her spirit, man, right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over her right now in the name of Jesus, God. A fiery hedge of protection around, oh God. Lord, I come against every Trojan horse spirit, every warlock spirit, every I come against every Leviathan spirit, every Jezebel spirit, every rebellion spirit, every witchcraft spirit. God, I ask that you go into the crevices, into the cracks in in her in her heart, God, and even in her home, God. Lord, those Trojan horses that others may have sent, oh God. Lord, I declare and decree that you shall expose, oh God, expose, oh God, everything, every trap, everything that's hidden, oh God. You shall reveal it in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I thank you. I declare and decree that she shall walk in your obedience, God. She shall hear from you, O God. She shall hear from you, O God. Lord, clearly, O God, however you choose to speak to her, whether it be through a dream, through a vision, but I declare and decree right now, O God, that her third spiritual eye be open, O God, that she may see, O God, in the realms and the dimensions, O God, what's around her, O God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, she needs to know and be aware, God. Yes. Lord, I'm asking you to show her right now in the name of Jesus, whether it be spiritual or evil or demonic. In her, in these realms, oh God, that are in around her, yes. and Lord, there's different realms in you. There are different dimensions in you, God. And Lord, I ask, oh God, that you reveal unto her right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah. I declare and decree that she'll be a relief, a full relief. You shall be made whole. God shall give you beauty for ashes. Thank you, Jesus. Give him your alabaster box. No longer do you need to carry it. Thank you. Hallelujah to God. Not one word that I pray shall fall to the ground. Hallelujah. But it shall accomplish that that I have set out to do. Because, Lord, you have watched over your word to perform it. In Jesus' name, and so shall it be. Hallelujah.
Lord, I come against every cauldron pot right now that has been stirred, oh God. For her, I come against it right now. I tell down the stronghold, the strong man right now in the name of Jesus. Satan, you shall no longer have your way. Lord, I stand in the gap on behalf of her right now, and I declare and decree every hedge is hedged up right now, God. In the name of Jesus. The hedge is hedged up right now in the name of Jesus. There is no entry point, no entry way to her. Lord, I defend the Creole God. Your protection over her right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Oh, God, and I seal this word under the anointing. And I say this in the authority and the power that you are giving me, God. Lord, you say, greater works shall we do. And I declare that you shall get the glory out of what the devil meant for evil. You're going to turn it for her good, God. Yes, amen. For her good, God. And she will be a terror to the devil. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God yes, is yes. and, and and God dropped the word even when I was getting ready to say something and I was back and then I just let everybody come in. But God just let me know that there's favor on this line tonight and that everybody that's here was here by design, by divine appointment, and that you're gonna be walking in your destiny right now walking in the favor of God in your destiny. So it sometimes as the apostle said, it wasn't she wasn't looking to come up on the line, but sometimes God will have you come to a place where he has something waiting just for you. Yes. And there's nothing like knowing that you're gonna be walking in the favor of God. Yes. Amen. Because there's no greater favor to walk in. In his. Yes. Hallelujah. So I just ask everyone to receive that tonight. That, yes. that, the, that the word of God says favor is on this line tonight. And you receive yes. empowerment of the favor that he has already on your life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You alone are worthy, Jesus. You alone are worthy, God. You alone are worthy, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. We worship you on tonight. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, Thank yes. Thank God, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. I'd just like to say tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know how to say more, but um, I heard the word. This is Minister Douglas. Amen. And that was a powerful word. Amen. And the, 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 the wildest thing is it was a lot of confirmation because it's the same message I gave uh, yesterday. Amen. Um, because that's what's wrong. That's why we got so much chaos in our lives because we take our issues and problems to the wrong people instead of taking it to God. Come on now. Come on. You know, everybody always say they got us. They got they got us for our good and they got us back, but they they really don't. Amen. God has the the best solution. He has the best answers. Yes, he and does. he's the problem solver. Yes, yes. And that's one thing that we got to start doing. We got to start taking it to Him. Take it to Him. Take it to Him. Call yes. on that name. That's the most powerful name in, the, in this world today is Jesus. Amen. Can't nobody do it like Jesus. Amen. Can't nobody fix it like Jesus. Amen. Can't nobody heal you like Jesus. Can't nobody handle your finance like Jesus. Jesus. And if we can't, if you can't get, get into the word. Because like I was telling them, that. This, this, the, this, the Bible is the best solution to your problems. Jesus. From the Amen. beginning to Genesis to the end of Revelation, whatever situation that you're going through, it, the answers is right in there. Yes. Amen. Amen. No matter what it is that you're going through, no matter what it is, I don't Amen. care what it can be. It can be a relationship. It can be marriage. It can be. It can be anything. It can be. It, it could be be a children. If you want to know how to get your relationship back in order, you want to know how to get your you get your uh, learn how to be forgiven and how to forgive, and you want to know about the, about love. You want to know whatever it is you want to know is right in that word. Yes. That's that's one thing we got to do. Stop taking it to to people because let me tell you, you take it to the wrong people, you're gonna get the the, the worst results. Come on now. Can't nobody give you the best answers but God. Amen, amen. But when you take it to him, you got to learn how to trust him and hear that voice. Amen. I mean, I don't care what it is. If you've got got an issue in your job, take it to God. Amen. You've got got a situation going on in your marriage, take it to God. Why are you going to take it to somebody who ain't never been married and their marriage is so jacked up? And then you think they're going to give you a best good advice? Misery loves company. Come on now. Amen. Misery loves company. So why are you taking it to them? If they if their marriage is so jacked up, ain't going on, they can't get nobody in their life, they can't get a man or get a woman, what makes you think they're going to give you the best advice? Come on now. We got to learn who we can really turn to, who we can really trust. He said in his word, I would never, I would never leave you or forsake you. No matter, I don't care what you did, what you have done, is in the past, I would still love you because why? God is love. And that's one thing we have to always keep in mind. He has our best interests. He sees the best in us. 
He knows what we're capable of. And that's something that we got we got to start giving praise to him more and more. We got to start talking to him more and more. We can get on the phone and talk about everything else, but we can't even take time out and, and, and talk to him. You ain't got to call your neighbor. You ain't got to call your friends. You ain't got to call nobody to tell them what your day was like. Tell God sometimes what your day was like. Tell them what's, what's going on in your life. Tell them, you know what, God, you know, I'm tired of this. I, I know you, you can come through for me. Amen. I'm tired of being broke. Can you help give me a blessing in my finance? How can I get my finance in order? How can I get my, oh, oh my goodness, how can I get my house in order? Amen, amen. It was truly an awesome word tonight. Uh, are you finished, brother? I don't want to interrupt. Yes, I, I just want to say I really appreciate it. Um, and, you know, I really enjoy the word and everything, but I do got to, uh, you know, jump off. But this is the Douglas, and I enjoyed it because I got a long distance call coming in. I definitely got to take that. But um, y'all stay, uh, keep on doing what you're doing. I keep y'all in prayer, keep this prayer line in prayer because let me tell you, prayer is needed. Prayer is needed. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's so much chaos, so much stuff going on right now. People are walking time by my head. We need to start praying hard. People should be, these prayer lines should be filled. These prayer lines should be full. People go ahead and have prayer, a prayer meeting and all this and have a prayer session. You only got three or five people in there. That place should be filled up like if it was Sunday service. Amen. Amen. People like to pray, brother. People don't like to pray. Many people like to pray. Only a faithful few like to pray. Well, I'm going to tell you. Unfortunately. A family that prays together stays together. And that's something I'm going to try to get a lot of men to start doing. Stop praying for your household. Stop Amen. praying for your marriage. Stop praying for your relationship. Stop praying for your children. Stop praying for anything that's in your surrounding. But stop praying for your household because you're supposed to be the head of the house. You're supposed Come to stop praying. Grab that wife. Grab that woman. Grab your family. Say, look, let's take some time out. Let's turn this TV off. Let's do some praying. Yes. Because every day we we go through, we face a challenge. Amen. And we're always at war. Amen. And I, I just want to say I love y'all. Um, I, I know I see some of y'all on Facebook, but um, but like I said, I, I really enjoy that word. That's just confirmation that what I preached on um, Tuesday. And um always looking forward to come on here if I can. And I just, just say this. I keep on praying for y'all in this in this prayer line. Amen. We thank you. Amen. Amen. As I said, it was an awesome word. Um, truly, truly. Um, and we just we just wanted to encourage you, woman of God, keep doing what God has to do. Somebody's moving something or, or scratching something. I don't want to mute the whole line. On mute, please. Thank you. Go, go ahead, sir.
like I said, I don't want to mute the whole line. Go ahead. But um, yeah, we thank you. Just took me back to to he told us about a sermon. He I preached a sermon many years, well last year, and it was called "Your Condition Is Not Your Conclusion." But one thing that you took me back to, um, and two parts of that sermon was I came out of uh, uh, the story of uh, Hezekiah. And one thing with Hezekiah's problem, he didn't run to nobody after uh, 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 the prophet came and told him that today you surely shall die. But he took his he took his pledge back before God, and that's something that we really need to really get on. That it ain't about nobody else. And the other part of the sermon was about going into First Kings about the lying prophets how some people can change your conditions because you run and believe them. Um, you talk so much about uh, the false prophets. And across this country, from when I was a little kid to I'm a grown man with grandchildren now, that people still run behind words of prophecy from people. And, and I thought that you just lifted it up that, you know, we we can't, put too much trust in them as opposed to the trust that we can put in God. Because everybody always want to have a word for you. And I love the way you touch that because everybody you can't let speak over your life. Amen. And one thing I learned, one thing I learned that was so awesome when God gave me the message with Hezekiah, Hezekiah's prayer turned his prophecy around. So even though the prophet came and told him what God said, get your house in order, today you surely shall die, he took his pledge and prayer to God. And the next words out of God's mouth to uh, Elijah, I mean, uh, uh, his next words out of of his mouth to the prophet was, tell my servant I saw his tears and I heard his prayer. Amen. And we understand, I understood how powerful prayer was when prayer can turn a prophecy from God around who gave the prophecy out for the man to give you. He's the only one that can turn that prophecy around on you. So I, you just lifted me up and taking me back to that, to that, that there, just thinking about, you know, how deep we need to invest Embrace our relationship with God, that no matter what goes on in our lives, before we talk to anybody, we need to talk to him. Because no matter what it is, whatever happens, we go tell everybody else, there ain't nothing they can do but pray with you or or consult you. But if we go to God, he can change. We just thank you for the word tonight. And what was the title of that word tonight, again? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on one second. I come out of it for a second. The topic was, in this hour, my... Wait a minute. In this hour. Mind. Mind. No, it's mind, M-I-N-D, your peace. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. M-I-N, oh, mind. Mhm. Mind your peace 
and Q's. Mind your P's and Q's. Yes. Okay. And this I got you there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Well, we, we enjoyed that, uh, Pastor. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to turn it to. We usually let other people, but I want to get my uh, comment in first, and I want to give my words of encouragement to you. Keep striving for mm-hmm. what God has you to do. Another part I love about what you said to everybody, it don't matter how you preach, because everybody, God has a different style how he speaks to everybody. Amen. And anybody can imitate anybody like she said and be a, a hooper. But let me tell you about a hooper. I was a kid. I couldn't stand hoopers because they'd be yelling at me and screaming at me about some stuff I don't even know about. I love someone that wants to teach me about what I need to know about and then come yell at me later on if I don't do it. <laughs> but we thank you for that, Pastor. I'll give it back over to Pastor Albright. We thank God on tonight. I had my phone on mute because I was the one making the noise and trying to do some things. Uh, Uh Okay, now. (laughs) Um, So we thank um, God on tonight for Pastor Woodard. for the awesome word that was delivered. And once again, woman of God, just continue to do what God has called you to do. Excuse me. Just continue to do what God has called you to do and just, just keep on pressing forward. Um, you know, it was, just, it was an awesome word. I, I really enjoyed it once again. So we thank um, Apostle Faith Waters for joining us. We thank the minister that was on the line tonight for joining us. So as we say here, young men and women's work, right, ministry, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let everyone have a blessed night. God bless. Oh, and before everybody go, will everybody please keep uh, Apostle uh, Faith Ward's family and her in prayer during this time of mourning. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone have a blessed night. You too. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Appreciate 